Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. I'm Amy Preston and it is my absolute purpose in life to empower women to truly value themselves and step into their very best self in body, mind and confidence. I hope you enjoy this podcast and if at any point you think, oh my gosh, I would love to work with Amy as my coach, please do just drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach and please do help me on my mission to empower as many women as possible. Like, share, rate, follow, subscribe to this podcast. Without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to your latest episode of Live Your Wow. So. If right now you are feeling super frustrated that you've been trying to lose weight and you're just really, really struggling, maybe in the past you've tried multiple diets and programs and you've heard people as well say, oh, you're just not in a calorie deficit, that's why it's not working. It is so frustrating when this happens. You just feel like you're doing all the right things, but not getting the results you feel like you should be. And I know how frustrating this can feel. But I am here to tell you, this is not your fault. So if in the past you've been kind of just repeatedly told, oh, well, you just can't lose weight because you're not in a calorie deficit, or you're just not trying hard enough, this is totally not your fault. It runs way, way deeper than simply you being in a calorie deficit. So what I am here to do today is really inform you of exactly why you are struggling and empower you with five key steps to break through this so that you can achieve the weight loss that you have been trying to achieve for so long and this time round, maintain that weight loss for good. So until you get these five steps that I am going to go into today absolutely nailed, you will struggle with your weight loss goals. And what I'm going into today has absolutely nothing to do with your diet and exercise, absolutely nothing to do with a calorie deficit. And this is why you are struggling up until now, because you have not had this information. And honestly, like all the clients who I work with, with my coaching program, they come to me again, like yourself now feeling really frustrated because they've been trying to lose weight and constantly told, oh, you're just not in a calorie deficit. And they've been really trying to focus on their diet and exercise, and they're just not getting the results that they feel they should be. And then they come to me and they get this information and they receive all of this empowering coaching around these five steps I'm going to go into today. And it transforms their bodies for good, for life, transforms their confidence, their overall happiness and their overall life. It really does have a ripple effect. So if you never, ever want to have to diet again because you're going to get such phenomenal results and this time round be able to keep them for good, listen up. So step number one, forget what you want to achieve. Forget that weight loss goal. And this might sound totally counterintuitive and like something you've never done before, but that's why this works because this is the right way. Forget about that weight loss goal, forget about that outcome, end goal. And instead, 
focus on who you want to become. Identity-based goals are far, far superior and more effective than, a, than an outcome-based goal of say, oh, I just want to lose two stone or whatever it may be. I just want to get into this dress size. When you focus on goals like that and become obsessed with the outcome of seeing a certain number on the scales, you will only get frustrated and throw the towel in, okay? So focus on the identity of that person who you truly want to become. Now, this requires some work. You've got to visualize, actually, what do I want my future to look like? Who do I really want to be? How do I want to look? How do I want to feel? How do I want to carry myself? What do I want to be able to do, right, that I can't do right now? What do I want to be able to do in my future? What is becoming my ideal future self going to allow me to do? And how is that going to make my life more fulfilling and pleasurable for me? So your identity is also made up of your beliefs. And right now, if you're struggling to lose weight, it's because you have limiting beliefs that are holding you back. So you've got to get really, really honest with everything that shapes your identity, your values, your beliefs, all of these things, your habits, your behaviors, your opinion of yourself. And you've got to, from the outset, be really super honest with what's holding you back. Are your current beliefs, are your current values, are your current behaviors are they aligned with that ideal future you, with that outcome-based goal, that identity-based goal, with the person you're trying to become? So if right now you're constantly on and off diets, throwing the towel in, constantly having good few days and something crops up and you say, oh, F this, I'm just going to lean into the wine, the takeaways. What's the point? I can't do this. I always fail. You will always fail when you're talking like that. That is a part of your identity that is not going to allow you to move forward. Forget calorie deficit, forget exercise, because it's your identity that is shaping all of those things. It's your identity that is holding all of those things. So set that goal to step into an athletic, healthy, happy person. If you have this weight loss goal, forget I want to lose whatever amount of stone and say, actually, I want to become this healthy, athletic, active, confident, healthy person and live as that person would every single day. Accept challenges as that person would every single day. Manage stress as that person would every single day? Would that person lean into all the food or the alcohol when they're stressed? How do they manage stress? All of these things are seriously going to lead you to the body, the physical results that you want. And accept that the new behaviors you're going to be building, so the way you're going to eat, the way you're going to move, your sleep, how you manage stress, all of these things, you're not just going to have them until you get to a set weight point. Because if that's how you're thinking, that means you're not shifting your identity. That shows you want to keep your current identity. You cannot keep your current identity if you want lasting results. Because what has got you to where you're at now will not get you to that person you want to be. So it's accepting, yes, 
actually, this isn't simply a 12 week or whatever weight loss journey. This is me shifting my identity into this healthy, active, happy, confident person for good. I'm going to have these new behaviors and habits that I'm building for life. Okay. A successful diet, remember, and this is what studies show is when you've lost weight and then actually maintained it for at least six months, if not a year after that, that is a successful diet. So a diet, if you've done a diet before and said, oh yeah, I lost weight, but then actually two months later, you put started putting the weight back on, the diet didn't work. So it's reviewing all of these things and it doesn't work normally because you haven't shifted your identity. Yeah, you've got to become that person for life. It's not simply a means to an end goal. And it won't carry you through if you're thinking like that. It won't carry you through when the times get tough and it will get tough. A weight loss journey is not easy. It is incredibly tough. So thinking that it's going to be easy again is going to throw you off. So ask yourself, are your behaviors reflective of that person you want to become? Really visualize your ideal future self and live as them every single day. What are their beliefs? What are their stories they tell themselves? Really bring awareness to those and really start reshaping and rewiring your brain to become that person. And a great way to do this and actually to detach yourself from measures like the scales, which again will lead you to throw the towel in, okay? Nothing to do with that calorie deficit. It's usually measuring with things like the scales. But actually when we really set ourselves this identity-based goals, the measure is you showing up for that as that person every day. So set yourself eight to 10 behaviors in line with that ideal self. And the win is not you dropping on the scales. It's actually you saying, yeah, I showed up with these behaviors today. That is the win. Because when you're showing up for yourself with those behaviors, guess what? The physical results have no choice but to come. And I always say this, but if you showed me your behaviors right now on a day-to-day basis, I will be able to show you what you'll look like in a year, what your life will be like in a year from now, because your behaviors really, really do compound over time. And They are molding you. They are molding your future self. But we can use this to our advantage. We can really visualize our future self and manifest that person as we step into them every single day. So at the end of every day, ask yourself, what have I done today to make my future self proud? And in every situation where you feel like, oh, I just can't do this. This is so hard. Ask yourself, what does my future self want me to do right now? What will my future self thank me for? What is my choice here? Okay, because we always have that choice. So become less obsessed with that outcome weight loss based goal and far more obsessed with who you are becoming. Okay, step number two, and this is vital. Overcome your limiting beliefs because your limiting beliefs right now are keeping you stuck. You have probably come onto this podcast, maybe from seeing my social media post. And in that, you probably kind of had lots of limiting beliefs raised for you around maybe you were thinking, oh, yeah, I keep being told it's me. I can't do this because I can't be in a calorie deficit and I'm struggling with that. Maybe I'm just not meant meant to be able to do this. This is how I'm meant to be. I always try. I always fail. So those are all limiting beliefs. And often people who are trying to lose weight 
have had so many past attempts that haven't worked. And all that does is really kind of add to these limiting beliefs, all this self-doubt and gives you such a fear of failure around all of this. And what happens is when we're then dieting, we have these limiting beliefs, which are a part of our identity. We're telling ourselves, oh, we can't do this. We've tried so many times before. Often, oh, I'm too old. Oh, it's my hormones. And then what happens? We have one bad day, one little slip up, and we use that as evidence to prove, well, I knew this. I knew this was part of me. We prove this limiting belief right. Okay, and we look for evidence because our brain wants to keep us stuck. So this is where self-sabotage comes from. We look for the evidence in these little moments, which are inevitable, these tough moments. And we say, oh, well, blown it now. Knew it. I knew it. I knew I couldn't do this. Yeah. And even you saying things are, oh, it's just, I just can't be in a calorie deficit. Oh, I just can't do this. Oh, I just can't track. Oh, I don't know what it is. Like These are all limiting beliefs. They are all holding you back. So this can come from past failures, maybe past comments from people, beliefs from childhood, from growing up, from things you've heard your parents say, so many things, social media, media, all of these things are forming these stories in your subconscious. And until you bring awareness to them, they are keeping you stuck. And you know what the best part is? None of these stories are actually true. They are thoughts There is not even any truth in them. So the brilliant thing is about this, you can rewrite those stories. We can rewrite those limiting beliefs. And if you really want lasting results for weight loss, we have to rewrite your limiting beliefs because you won't get lasting weight loss if you don't bring awareness to them and rewrite them. They will hold you back until you bring awareness to them. So Some more examples. I'm too old. It's my hormones. I've tried everything. All of these things. I hear these all the time. Even, oh, I'm too much of a foodie to lose weight. Or, oh, I'm just such a chocoholic. Yeah, I like my food too much. Guess what? We all like our food. Yeah. These are all limiting beliefs that until you bring awareness to them are going to shape your identity. And those are not the words of somebody who will achieve lasting weight loss. So they will keep you stuck. And if you have had past kind of failings on diets and you're saying, oh, I always fail. I knew it. I've always failed on diets. They just never work for me. Remember that your past is not an indication of your future. Yeah. It does not mean that you're never going to get the lasting results that you want. So bring awareness to them because otherwise they will stunt your growth and it will lead you to fall constantly into this victim mentality, real fixed mindset. And it's totally disempowering. And that is not the mindset of successful weight loss. So it will stop you achieving the results that you truly want and that you're truly worthy of and that you truly deserve. So don't let those beliefs keep you stuck. Bring them to the surface and ask yourself, are these beliefs that I'm actually telling myself around my weight loss goals really true? Where's the actual evidence? Where's the evidence for this? And actually, what would be more empowering beliefs right now in line with my ideal future identity, my ideal future self? And make sure as you're really, really working on this, that you celebrate wins along the way. And this is why it's so important, because those wins are showing you 
actually those limiting beliefs that you had are not true and that your identity is shifting and you'll start to form these new beliefs about yourself. It really helps rewire your brain, rewire your neural pathways, build these new neural pathways in your brain, which is absolutely vital. Okay, so step number three, self-compassion. Now this is so, so, so important. Self-compassion forms the basis of all my coaching. You will not change unless you can actually be self-compassionate. And actually a lack of self-compassion right now is holding you back. I can guarantee it. Now, sometimes people think, oh, I can't be self-compassionate because that's letting myself off the hook. If I'm too kind on myself, that's me letting myself off the hook. Actually, far from it. You're not being self-compassionate by constantly throwing the towel in, by constantly talking to yourself like a total bitch. All of these things are holding you back. You're not being self-compassionate by not bringing awareness to and trying to reframe and change those limiting beliefs. You're not being self-compassionate by actually just accepting that I'm just meant to be this way. By doing that, that's not self-compassionate. So often you're lacking this because you've you've been you've been tough on yourself because you've had failings with diets before but actually if you are still trying you haven't failed it's only failure if you fully fully stop and actually if you are still trying this shows you have that hope and you are in that growth mindset where you're thinking actually no i can still take lessons from this i do still know i can do this which is incredible so Self-compassion has two sides of it. It has that nice, comforting, caring compassion, which we need sometimes as well. But often what people really miss is fierce self-compassion. Now, fierce self-compassion is really not letting yourself off the hook. It's on those days where you're totally lacking motivation or you want to choose the most easy self-soothing, quick fix, gratification in the moment, maybe the wine, the chocolate, whatever it may be. It's not choosing that, okay? It's doing what is good for future you. It's parenting yourself. Would you let your child behave and do no movement and eat all the chocolate, drink all the wine? Let's hope not. But you see where I'm going with this, like parent yourself, do what is good for future you for your future ideal self. Don't let yourself off the hook. That is self-compassion. So it's far, it's far from you being too soft and too kind on yourself. That's not being self-compassionate. Okay. If you're too kind to yourself, now sometimes as well, self-compassion does need to take that kind, caring form as well. So if you have had a little slip up on your diet, if you're feeling that, oh, I haven't got all my workouts in this week, or I haven't been as active, this is where self-compassion also comes in. Okay. So it's not beating yourself up and saying, oh yeah, you're absolutely useless. You always fail going back to all those limiting beliefs and telling yourself all those. Self-compassion in this moment is drawing a line under it and saying, it's okay. We're, we're human. I'm human. And this has happened because of my choices, it's owning it and moving forwards from it. That is also self-compassion. But 
ask yourself when you're really rebelling and wanting to choose the easy thing in the moment or you're saying oh I just got no motivation or all those limiting beliefs you're kind of coming through as all these excuses that's you being your rebellious child so ask what does that person really need right now what does that rebellious inner child really need right now and that's where the compassion is going to come in and usually it's needed in that fierce format to do what's good for future you but again, make sure when you do slip up, slip up because you will, it's inevitable that you're kind to yourself and draw that line under it. Okay, number four, huge thing that holds people back. You're all or nothing thinking, yeah, or black or white thinking. And until we can overcome this, this will hold you back. This is one of the biggest things that holds people back. Yeah. So you think about this. You've been having such a great week. You had all your meals made. You made it to the gym every day. And then maybe one day you forget your lunch or you feel really tired and you skip that gym workout. And then maybe your partner says, oh, let's get a takeaway and you order a takeaway. And then you start getting all this negative inner talk and all those self-limiting beliefs crop up again. Don't bring awareness to them. And you say, I failed. What's the point? What's the point? I failed. And you think it's this total disaster. But you've only failed if you stop. One little slip up like that is totally human and totally normal. So instead of trying to constantly aim for 100% perfect all the time, because that is impossible, aim for the grey. Not the black and white, aim for the grey. And what I mean by this is just aim for consistently Okay. So instead of saying, oh, I'm going to do 15,000 steps a day and I'm going to be absolutely perfect with my diet, get to the gym five times, let's just bring that down a bit and aim for a middle ground. And then anything better than that, great. But just give yourself total permission to be consistently imperfect because that is always going to compound over time just aim for that little one percent better every single day it will compound and you will smash your weight loss goals whereas if you're aiming and going in and trying to be too restrictive and then too tough on yourself it is not going to work so if you're on a diet right now know that they are designed for an all or nothing mentality. They are designed for you to either be on it, off it. They're not designed for you to shift your identity for life, for you to achieve lasting results. That's why they're multi-million pound, billion pound businesses. There's a reason for that. So aim for that gray, aim for that imperfect action. Okay, and then number five, huge thing, emotional eating. So so we all at times emotionally eat, but the more you can bring awareness to it, some people will do this more than others. Until you bring awareness to the fact you're actually eating emotionally to soothe emotions, to give yourself something, that will continue. So even if you're trying to really desperately aim for this calorie deficit or to be really good, if you don't tackle your emotional eating, you're going to struggle to be in a calorie deficit or any of that stuff anyway. So a fantastic thing to use is halt. So in the moment when you feel yourself, actually maybe you're sitting down in the evening and you kind of think, oh, I'm just going to reach for that massive bag of Doritos and don't, not even thinking about it, halt and ask yourself, am I actually hungry? Am I anxious? Am I lonely? 
or am I tired? And then what can you do that's more aligned with your ideal future self that can alleviate those rather than something that's going to take you further away from your goals? What could you do to soothe yourself and give yourself what you're trying to give yourself through food or alcohol? What can you give yourself instead that's going to give you that same feeling, but that's more aligned with your goals? Okay, and fine, I'm going to give you a bonus point here just because I'm kind like that. Understand, if you are on a weight loss journey, it is incredibly hard because you are going through a process of behavior change. And as an adult, the behavior change process is incredibly hard. And this is why you go in at the start of any diet or fitness journey and you feel super excited, super motivated. Everything it just feels, oh yeah, this is going to be really, really good. As the weeks go on, you start to feel it gets tougher and tougher and you start saying, oh, I've got no motivation. Maybe your results slow down a little bit, totally normal. It all starts to feel maybe just a bit boring as you're kind of doing these same behaviors. But as I said, guess what? Those same behaviors are going to be embedded for life if you want this to last. So you've got to enjoy them. You've got to enjoy them and enjoy the moment and be in the present. Enjoy the process of doing this. But understand it is a process of behavior change. And an inevitable part of the behavior change cycle, the psychology of behavior change, is that you are going to hit a relapse in it. Now, what often happens is people hit this relapse, go into their all or nothing mentality, don't catch any of their limiting beliefs, any of their thoughts, any of their negative talk, go into that emotional eating. So you can see how this is all totally, totally linked and they don't catch it and you throw the towel in. But when you hit that dip, it's about recognizing, oh yeah, I'm in the dip. This is inevitable. This is a part of behavior change, this relapse. Actually, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to really call and get into my growth mindset here. I'm going to take lessons from this. What is this showing me? What can I learn from this? And how can I move forward rather than throwing the towel in? But this is why coaching and support and being around a really like-minded community, working with a coach is so vital. And it's why the women I work with get such phenomenal results. They all hit the dip. I'm not going to sit here and say, my clients never, ever experience problems. Because if that were the case, I wouldn't be needed as a coach. My job as a coach is to make sure they never give in and to make sure they keep bridging that gap from where they're at to where they want to be. And without a coach, that is incredibly hard. Without being surrounded by like-minded people, that is incredibly hard. So... I hope this has really, really helped you today and just totally given you an insight into actually you don't need to be frustrated anymore on your weight loss journey because these five reasons are what you have been missing. Forget the calorie deficit. It's not just because you're not in a calorie deficit. It runs way deeper than that. And of course, yes, nutrition, exercise, that hugely comes into this. But as you can see from everything I've talked about today, it 100% starts with your mind. What is controlling even you being in a calorie deficit? What is controlling you reaching for food? What is controlling you doing movement? Your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs, your identity, your habits, all of these things. It's your brain, your mindset around it all, which is why this stuff is so, so vital. And it's probably stuff you've never really, really delved into 
before if you're continually stuck in this yo-yo diet cycle, feeling frustrated that you're just not seeing the results you feel you should be. But fear not, because I know I've delved into quite a lot here, but you're probably still thinking, "Mm, actually, but I still don't really get all this. I need support and a bit more help to kind of get my head around all this. And I need still like support in my nutrition and training because yes, of course, that is part of all this as well. So I have got something amazing for you. And from the 4th of September, I am launching, starting, that's when we start my Women of Wellbeing brand new eight-week coaching program. Now, in this coaching program, we are going to basically be delving in much more depth into everything I've gone into today. You are going to, you can lose up to 25 pounds over this eight weeks, okay? Depending on your starting point, okay? Everyone is different. You can lose up to 25 pounds, but feel your most confident, best, happiest self. Your self-esteem will absolutely skyrocket. And I can guarantee it will leave you feeling no longer frustrated, no longer frustrated that you just can't seem to see the results you've been trying to see for years. So if this sounds like something that you need in your life, just drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach or complete the application form, which I'm going to put in the show notes, and I will send over all the details. So we start on the 4th of September, but applications for this program will close next Friday, which I believe is the 25th of August. I am keeping my numbers capped at 10. We are going to have a lovely community for this. Going to be super supportive. You're not only going to get the support of myself, you are going to get support from our in-house psychotherapist. She's going to deliver trainings. You're going to have access to her. And also you are going to get one-to-one coaching with me, group coaching with me. The list is endless, not to mention support, personalized training programs, support with your nutrition. And we're going to bring together absolutely everything from a mindset perspective, from a nutrition perspective, and from a workout exercise movement perspective that you could possibly ever need to get you the lasting results that I know up until now you've been frustrated, you are not seeing. So if you want to find out that little bit more about this, just drop me that message on Instagram at APFitCoach or complete the application form. It runs for eight weeks from the fourth and I can guarantee it will change your life. No more frustration. I cannot wait to chat to you soon. And if you found this episode helpful, please do make sure you rate it, hit the follow button so you never miss another episode and share it. If you think actually this would be really good, this eight week opportunity or even this podcast for my friend, family member, send it on because that really, really helps me on my own mission to empower, inspire and have an impact on as many women as I can to really support them to step into their very best selves in body, mind, confidence and in life. Thank you so much for listening. I hugely appreciate every single listen, every single bit of feedback that I get. So thank you. Thank you. And I can't wait to see you very soon.